you're listening to Maybe You're Like Me, the transparent musings of a God girl chasing after her purpose. Maybe You're Like Me is a podcast for dreamers and doers who take life's lessons and level up to look more like Christ. We'll connect through super relatable stories, growing pains, and aha moments that most of us share, just not always out loud. I'm your host, Alicia Watson, creative entrepreneur, playwright, author, wife, mother, daughter of the king, and so much more. And I can't help but to think that maybe you're like me. Hey, hey, beautiful people. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Maybe You're Like Me with Alicia Watson. It's me, Alicia Watson. How are you doing? Me, I'm doing really well. My family had some wins this weekend. My son qualified for the AAU Junior Olympics for his track team. And my husband had his second movie premiere. So I'm pretty high up there in the sky. I'm pretty happy to be celebrating my guys. I'm so very proud of them. And I'm proud of my daughter too. She's on a little injured reserves right now, but she's always doing something fabulous and being fabulous. And I just love having a little girl. I'm also proud of myself. I'm thankful in all for this little talented unit that I'm blessed to be a part of. And like I mentioned before, I'm working to make sure that as much as it depends on me, I am here and healthy to enjoy these people and all of the beautiful people that God has given to me, has placed in my life because he really has blessed me with some wonderful, wonderful family, friends, clients. I'm being intentional and that is by design. That is being intentional about my whole health journey so that I can be here to enjoy everybody and enjoy them while I'm at my best. But One thing that I'm not intentional about doing is dieting. So maybe you're like me and dieting isn't working for you. I want to jump right into this one. Let me add now that I'm not a doctor or medical professional or anything of the sort. I only share my personal opinion and experiences here. And um, anything that I say should not be taken as medical advice, please. I'm smart, but I'm not that smart. I'm studied, but I'm not studied in that way. So consult your doctor before making any decisions or taking any of my advice. But y'all, y'all, I am so over diet culture. Oh, it seems like the tide has turned and we are right back into the weight obsessed, fat shaming conversations and attitudes that I grew up on. And you know, that's fine. I'm on some Olympic level minding my business type stuff these days. So I'm not going to call out anyone, judge anyone. I just know that I cannot subscribe to what everybody's talking about. I mean, if that's what it takes for some people to be motivated, I guess they got to do what they have to do. They have to do what works for them. But for me, I've been delivered. My book, Secret Donuts, helped me shift my mindset past just focusing on unbigging my back or whatever, but also past pacifying myself into complacency with just overloaded positivity and forcing people to accept anything that I'm accepting. The only thing that I am accepting really truly, and nobody has to agree with it, is that I don't need to focus on my weight at all. I just need to see myself and love myself as a whole person, as my creator does, did when he was creating me and expects me to do because he loves me and he wants me to love me too. So because of that, and because I wrote that book, which was for y'all, but it was also for me, obviously, I didn't know that at the time, but it was an amazing journey. Um, I have not obsessed over my weight pretty much since I wrote it. 
I can go to the beach. I can go to a pool. I can walk around without a cover up if I want to or put a cover up on if I want to, but I don't feel obligated to hide myself. I don't feel shame around how I look. I don't feel any shame. And I think that that is a blessing in and of itself because I don't believe shame comes from God. You know, before obsessing over my weight would have me depressed, playing small, playing nice, and just overall living in hopes of a skinny future. I couldn't live in the present. I couldn't accept myself or love myself right where I was. After writing the book and with all that I've been through lately, I have realized and accepted and live in the state of life is too short for all of that mess. I'm here today. I live today. We work towards tomorrow, but today we're here. We're grateful. We're happy about it. Honestly, truly. That book was one of those assignments that I completed that was for God's glory, but it was truly for my good because it really freed me from some shackles and some lies. One of which was that I needed to be constantly on the hunt for the next new diet that would quote unquote fix me. Now, I know that diets don't work. If it's not a lifestyle change, miss me with it. Just miss me. In the beginning of season three, I talked about having a year of no. You got to go all the way back, (laughs) like to last year to hear that. That year of no really blessed me. I took it mostly because I was not managing my stress the way that I needed to. I had not been sleeping well. I was probably getting about three to four hours of sleep per night. And after a while, it affected my weight. I gained about 15 to 20 pounds randomly. I didn't realize it at the time. It was so quick, in fact, that I um, looked up one day and I got concerned that I was pregnant. (laughs) which is really unlikely for me. Um, But I went to the doctor just to make sure. I had before that never gained weight so rapidly in my entire life. I found out from the doctor I wasn't pregnant, but what I did learn was that I had high levels of cortisol and anxiety, and those things were affecting my body. I was really stressed. I couldn't sleep. So that was really one of the main reasons why I pumped my brakes and had my year of no. It was to get back on track with focusing on what I needed, what I wanted, and taking care of myself mentally, spiritually, physically, and emotionally without causing damage to my home life and my business. I was focusing on my whole health. I prioritized rest and working out, therapy, and personal development. What I didn't do was just go on a diet. So why whole health and having a wellness plan over dieting? Well, it just makes more sense. We're more than what we weigh. Losing weight doesn't make you a better person or a happier person. It just makes you smaller. It took me a long time to realize that. As an elder millennial, we grew up with some super wild imagery promoting an extra, nearly unattainable, thin aesthetic. And I know I'm not the only one who was messed up by that. From TV and movie stars and magazines, modeling shows to music videos, reality shows, forcing people to lose weight in unhealthy ways and congratulating them when they go from this size to that size and making it seem like because they went from this size to that size that they're just overall better people and more worthy people. Even the stores we had like three, five and seven just really (laughs) invalidated you if you just were not a specific size. And it was pretty traumatic to be a teen at that time. What was acceptable then is really uncanny when I see clips and snippets from the archives. But unfortunately, it seems like we're really trying to go back that way. Not we, y'all, them, I'm good. Um, But anyways, back before I met my husband, we did a fast with the church I was at at the time. It was like a Daniel fast, except that we could eat chicken, fish, turkey, 
um, vegetables, water, fruit, fruit juice. And I discovered that that's what my body loved. I lost a lot of weight, which wasn't the goal. I was fasting for spiritual purposes, but it just fell off. And in three weeks I was, I was in someone's wedding and I had to get the dress taken in twice. That's how much weight I lost that quickly. I felt mentally amazing, very clear, and was just in an overall better state. So from that, I know that my body doesn't do well with sugar, carbs, processed foods, which is probably the case for most of us, I know, (laughs) which is also my point. We're always encouraged to just look for and we're being sold on the next best diet or quick fix. It truly creates an unsustainable, restrictive pattern of eating and living. And then we blame ourselves when it doesn't work. So again, I prefer to look at myself as a whole person, focusing on my whole health rather than just weight loss. And I think that that's been working for me. A while back, I went shopping for wardrobe for my son. He booked an acting gig, a commercial shoot. Um, I wasn't even looking for anything for myself, but I found some pants in a style that I was looking for for myself for a long time. And I saw them and there was like a halo of light behind them. And I was like, that's them. (laughs) And on top of that, they were a steal. The only pair left was about a size, maybe two sizes too small because there was like zero stretch to them. And most of my jeans had to have a little stretch because I have thighs. But I gave it a try anyway. How about they fit? How about they buttoned and zipped and had the nerve to be a little loose? How about I didn't even know I had lost inches? I had an inkling because my stomach felt smaller when I touched it and my jeans seemed a little baggier, but it's not a drastic change. I do use a scale to weigh myself to make sure that I'm not gaining a ton of weight in a short amount of time like I just did. But ultimately, I don't really pay attention to it too much because the scale fluctuates with life. Being a woman, it just fluctuates. It's never really that dependable. So this really did catch me off guard. These pants that fit that I didn't think would fit. Especially since I hadn't been trying as hard as I was trying in the past to lose weight. I wasn't dieting. I wasn't focused on it. I wasn't stressing out about it. What I was doing was changing little habits here and there and doing something called habit stacking from, I think, Atomic Habits. That was a book I was reading maybe a couple of years ago. But I also think the change has a lot to do with being back on a whole health journey. And that includes more than just diet and exercise. It was a continued focus on loving Alicia and not just Alicia's body. After writing my book, I started to lean into the body positivity movement a little bit. But eventually I realized that I would rather just be body neutral. I don't want my body to have any bearing on how I feel about myself one way or the other. It is a body. (laughs) I am thankful for it. It's a vessel and it helps me to do many things, but it and how it looks is not the totality of my being. How it looks does not matter as much as how it feels and how I want to feel in my body, in my existence. I don't want to hold grief, bitterness, stress, envy, or anger. I want to optimize my rest and my sleep. I've already worked on breathing clearly, and I know that that helps to get oxygen to my brain and my lungs, and that also improves how I look and how I sleep. It's all like I'm a working being, like a whole being, like go figure. (laughs) Like it's more than just what I eat and how much I move, but there's all these other factors that affect my entire being and focusing on them, I think is yielding better results than just, oh, look, the scale moved, but more so how I feel as a whole person. 
So I want to continue to optimize my body, but I also want to optimize my mind. Like right now I'm relearning Spanish and I've also been intentional about my crown because I've mentioned before that when I get stressed out, my hair just faints. Like it, it falls smooth off my scalp and hits the floor. <laughs> it's stress induced alopecia and it is so discouraging when <laughs> you've been working on your hair and you stress out for a few months maybe a year and you look up and you have no edges and bald spots and you got to start all over. But start all over I do because it's important and I'm thankful to be in the number of people who can have alopecia but it will grow back. So I know that one way to grow it back is to manage my stress and so that's important and so I do so. Now you might be thinking, duh Alicia, this is basic self-care that you're talking about. We're all focusing on our whole health, except we're not. There are so many of us who have bought into the idea that weight loss is all that we should be concerned with. How our bodies look is all that we should be concerned with. What curves we have, what curves we don't have, what muscles we have, what muscles we don't have. How big our back is, how unbig our back is. And we go diet after diet, not even realizing that not only are they not working, but they might just be harming us because... Again, we are individuals and we are constantly changing on top of that. A protocol that worked for you in your 20s might not work now. Things are different. Your hormones have changed. Your body has changed. You might have had some pregnancies. You might be older. You might have nutrition deficiencies that you didn't have when you were younger. All these things affect how your body functions. And it's not a mark on you or your lack of discipline. And it shouldn't frustrate you if you've been disciplined that the scale's not moving, even though you're dieting and you're exercising like crazy. The fact is when we're dieting like that, we're not even trying to figure out why or even what our body needs. Diets focus on what we don't need, what we can restrict, what we can take away. So why is dieting not working for me? Well, the first thing is it puts a focus on restriction and that starts to consume your life. It's annoying telling yourself and the people, oh, I can't have this or I can't have that or always having to plan your meals around your restrictions. Yes, there are some things that my body responds to better than others, but I still have things, even donuts in moderation and I'm fine. Like I'm not gonna gain 10 pounds tomorrow because I had a donut today. Another reason it's not working for me is that it's unsustainable over the long term. Have you ever crash dieted for an event or a vacation? Have you lost a lot of weight and then after the event gained it right back? You go back to living your life. A crash diet does not account for what's best for your body. You're not going to drink that lemonade mixture for the rest of your life. So eventually you'll need to find what works for you. And lastly, my goal is overall health, not to shed pounds quickly. So I'm okay with the long game. I know cleanses and resets are good, but I would rather just slowly build the habits of adding more whole foods and crowding out processed foods because I'm not concerned about shedding pounds. I'm concerned about healing internally and maintaining an environment where my body thrives off of what I'm feeding it. Diet and exercise are only a part of the equation. So this is not sponsored, but what I just said reminds me of my beautiful client turned sister friend, Wintano, who owns a company called Reset Lifestyle, which is a wellness company here in the DMV. We worked together last year, four months, months and months and months, she'll tell you. (laughs) We worked on her website, her photos and videos with my company, Ali Watson Media. And I so love her brand because it truly aligns with what I stand for with this concept. I think that's why we click so well, because she gets it, she just gets it. And not only does she get it, she works towards implementing it. She gets it 
far more deeply <laughs> than I get it because she is a registered dietitian, a health coach, a stylist, and a lot more other things. And so she works with her clients, with her expertise, and also a team of other experts, like 10 or more different experts, your primary care doctor, a hormonal dietitian, a stylist. There's so many people that she works with to help her clients as individuals get to the bottom of their individual health concerns. And I love that. Working with her on her brand is, I think, really what inspired me to rebuild my own team of health experts who I feel now are even more invested in and better suited to assist me in optimizing my own health. Seeing how she cared, seeing how she was passionate about it, seeing how she was knowledgeable and seeing the time she invested into thinking through her processes and programs really made me rethink whether or not I was properly utilizing my healthcare professionals to help me with my own goals. One thing in particular that she talks about and she's helped me to see and to focus on even more is being proactive instead of reactive when it comes to my health. And I know that there are so many of you who are like me, who are where I was, who keep putting yourself to the side, who keep putting your care off because you have prioritized other things and other people. And I'll say it again, put yourself on the agenda. You matter. To be clear, I'm not anti-weight loss. I know people read my book and think that I'm anti-weight loss. I'm not anti-weight loss. I'm anti-weight obsession. I'm anti-weight idolatry. I'm anti-focusing on making weight the main thing when it's not. And that's whether you're the person who people think needs to lose weight or whether you're the person giving in unsolicited, uneducated opinion on why someone else needs to lose weight. There's just way too much focusing on weight in general. In Secret Donuts, a journey to getting over your weight aligned with God and into your purpose, I talked about how I specifically was making weight loss an idol because of what I thought it could do for me, my life, my success, and my self-worth. I was shown that I had more faith in weight loss than I did in God, and that was not a good look. So that book was God's way of correcting me and also liberating me. The power isn't in your appearance. Your power comes from God. That's what it taught me from Christ who gives you strength. That's what it taught me. Your body's a blessing to you and a vessel through which you accomplish God's purpose for your life. That's it. It doesn't define you, whether it's big, whether it's small, whether it functions, whether it doesn't. We should absolutely take care of our bodies. But I submit that in this season of our lives, let's not focus on dieting as we take care of them, but whole health. And as we focus on whole health, I like to also submit that we focus on shaping up. And what does shaping up mean? How can we shape up? Yes, we can get into literal shape by working out, by exercising, by eating better, by moving our bodies, by getting a trainer, by joining a team, by joining a gym, by going for walks. There's ways we can shape up, right? We can do that literally on our bodies, but we can also get into fighting shape by bulking up in the spirit. See, I'm putting in reps of reading my Bible, journaling and praying and fellowshipping with others so that the enemy can't come in and mollywop me without me getting some licks in because life comes at you fast. Oh, does it? Oh, doesn't it? I have learned that <laughs> in these last five years. But if I had not been as strong as I am spiritually, I don't think I would have made it. I'm going to be honest about that. I just don't think I could have withstood 
everything that I've gone through, everything that I've experienced in these last few years, if I had not been in some kind of shape spiritually. So we can get in fighting shape by bulking up in the spirit. Um, We can also be shaped like clay saying to the potter that I am cool with your purpose for me in my life. I am cool with looking how you want me to look, being how you want me to be, shaping me into what you want me to be, even through the trials, even through the tribulations, even through the hard times. I know that you are molding me, helping me to be the shape that you saw when you started out creating me. Not my will, Lord, but yours be done. And then with that, we let the Holy Spirit lead us through the valleys, through the peaks. Let's take shape. That means we do our work the work that we're assigned to do in obedience. Sometimes we can be like puddles, stagnant, spread out, formless, and void. But God spoke into the void and things took shape. Let him speak into you, remind you of who you are, who he created you to be, and how it's such a bigger vision that he has for you than what you've imagined for yourself. Like me writing this book and doing this podcast is me taking shape to be more of the Alicia that he saw when he was making me. Not the one that fits herself comfortably in her little castle of safety, but the one that goes out and does the work, that uses her voice, that is a vessel available for him to bless and be blessed by others. And truly, it has been a blessing. So if you want to shift your mindset around weight loss like I did, I recommend reading my book, Secret Donuts, A Journey to Getting Over Your Weight, Aligned with God and Into Your Purpose. It's on Amazon and I'm going to link it in the show notes. But if you want to hop in right now, episodes 10, 11, 12, and 13 of the pod are a four-part series that tackles some of the themes from the book. And as a bonus, I read excerpts. Also, let me just say how grateful I am for everyone who has read, left reviews, and shared about the book. I was talking to my aunt the other day, and she was sharing about the book to someone else, and the lady said that she was just at a conference, and it was mentioned there. (laughs) When I tell you that, that blessed me. Honestly, I am blessed to be a blessing, but just to know that what you're doing is touching people, what you're doing is changing lives, what you're doing is connecting and making people feel connected, making people feel like they're not alone in what they're experiencing and making people feel like God sees them and is answering their prayers or their questions is something that I really, really am thankful to be a part of. So I thank you. I thank you all for reading, for sharing, for reviewing, for just engaging with the things that I do here and I'm going to keep doing them just for that one person or those 2,000 people or those 2 million people. I don't really care how many people it is, just as long as it's someone and just as long as there's some value taken from what I am able to do, as long as I'm able to be a vessel. I am thankful for that. That's me aligning with God and getting into my purpose. And I pray that reading my book or listening to the podcast here helps you to do the same. Well, that's all I have for you today. If you're like me, I would love to hear from you. Reach out to me on Instagram at the Alicia Watson. I'll get back to you at some point, <laughs> but you can send me a DM. Let's chat. If you know someone who is like us, please share this episode with them. Subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to fine podcasts. I hope that you have a wonderful week. Thanks again. Okay. Bye. Bye.